This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, welcome once again to your program, The Heart of the Church. Today, Friday, we'll be looking at a summary of all that we've been doing for the week. And I am here with our friends, Gloria Osaibafo, Frank Opokumboahin. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Imanolai, as usual, your host, and we'll be looking at a summary, as I said, of the entire week. But before we do so, we'll ask our brother Frank to pray with us. Our and King, we are so grateful that you have given us protection and also given us this opportunity to study. We invite your spirit and your presence within us that you will grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Uncle Frank. We have been looking at the study, which is still ha- has to do with the interpretation of God's word. Why is interpretation so important, so needed? In our Christian life and we've seen a few topics from that but I think we we'll want to go through the summaries quickly uh, so I'll ask Frank to start for us looking at uh, from what we did right down from Saturday right um, it is important that we have interpretation of the scripture because we have studied that the scripture was written with different languages like the Greek Aramaic and the rest and so now it has been translated and it is in our own languages yet there are certain things we still need interpretation just like proverbs in our own languages proverbs and idioms they are interpreted to us in the same way we need interpretation of the scripture to guide our understanding and again the scripture if you have a common interpretation then we have standards at least it also clears whatever doubt we may have about the word of God. So it is good that we have interpretation. It's good we have an interpretation for scripture. So maybe we'll look at the various topics we did throughout the week. And uh, we looked at the pre- presuppositions also that the people can make about scripture. Maybe you can give us a word or two on that, uh, Gloria. Presuppositions. presuppositions. That is on Sunday. Yeah. We, we learned that everyone comes approaches the scripture not on a blank page but not with a blank mind but there's always something we have already in mind it could be from my experience from our past from our notions and all that and that directly affects how we interpret scripture just as in the case of the disciples christ was with them yet they were unable to grasp the truth in whatever, whatever he predicted about his life and his death because they presupposed that the Messiah would come as an earthly king and they would reign with, with him. So that caused a disappointment. So if we, with them, that they didn't even see or they couldn't get it till Christ was crucified. Similarly, if we approach scripture with that presupposition, with our, with our own idea as to how it should be interpreted we would end up pushing in our own interpretation into scripture which might not be the real intent of the word in there so presupposition becomes very dangerous if we were to use that 
to interpret scripture. But let's continue because of our time, looking at translation and then interpretation. What do you have to say about, about that, Frank? Yeah, on the principles, I want to say this. In order to get the right interpretation of the scripture, we need to unlearn that we have learned in order to start on a new page. Right. But then when we are looking at interpretation and translation, for now, the Bible has already been translated for us. What we need is the right interpretation. It has been translated for us. So we do. We no longer need the Greek, the Aramaic, and the rest mm-hmm. now. And that brings me to those days in Valley View with Papa Latu, those who remember him. Uh, if you cannot speak the Greek, you cannot just graduate. <laughs> but please continue. So now, what we are left with is good interpretation. So that, as we said earlier, it guides our way of living, our standards, our doctrines, and a whole lot. Even how we understand salvation is a matter of good interpretation. So that is it. And the interpretation and translation, they should give us accurate meaning of the scripture. Otherwise, whatever interpretation we are doing is of no use. You know, interpretation can be affected by our culture too, which was one of the topics we looked at the Bible and the culture. Maybe you can throw more light on that. How does culture affect the way we interpret scripture? Mm, We are... We all come from different cultures and we are used to our culture. And the word of God more or less seems quite abstract because yes, it's about God that we do not see. And we have to relate with this God as humans. So uh, God's word is relevant no matter the culture in which we find ourselves. But culture has a way of also uh, helping us send the word of God to people because yes, if since we say that the word of God is relevant in any culture, we also should learn to get the word of God to people by what using going to them through their cultural elements, and then they would better understand scripture that's and relate to it. They better. already know. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what we mentioned about. Uh, we said if we had time. Look into these names of uh, Kwame Nyami and Kweku Bonsam and all those uh, Kwesi Bruni and uh, I think there was this. I talk about Kofianan and the way because of his 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 what he had he had, he had attained. Everybody was Kofi and when you go outside. But let's continue to look at uh, our sinful natures and also how it aff- it affects our interpretation of scripture. Uh, Frank, our sinful nature. Now, because man is falling, man is filled with pride. Man is filled with doubt. Man is filled with self-centeredness and a whole lot. But if we are filled with all this, we may not open our minds to accept the truth which the scripture gives us. One thing about pride is that it makes us think that we know the truth. And if we know the truth, there is no truth again. And so with this kind of attitudes which is emanating from the fall, we are likely to lose the right interpretations of the scripture. So what we need to do is that we have to approach the scripture with faith and submission for the Holy Spirit to impress upon our minds and hearts the right interpretation and understanding that we need to develop ourselves. Good. Good. So I think at the end of the day we look at why interpretation is so important and from all that we have seen it forms the foundation of our belief. If we don't interpret right then we are sure to flop in our in our dealings with the scripture. And so looking at the overall, I mean, summary of what we've done so far, I think the bottom line is interpreting scripture aright 
and that is what is, will help us and our viewer and that is our listener also who is out there but i think uh, we want to also look at what we are presented with in the coming weeks and uh, we'll be going through some more study as we go along the coming weeks will take us to looking at the language text and i think other elements of scripture that actually also go to affect interpretation i don't know if you want to give us an intro before we get there how do some of these things affect the way we see scripture before we even get there next week okay just this week's lesson we mentioned language for instance the original languages of the scripture they have impacts on how we understand the scripture today in some of our various languages synonyms antonyms and the rest we may use one word to mean another thing somebody else may also use another word to mean another thing the same word and that is how the language and the test and the context all affect how we interpret the scripture so i believe going forward in the next week we are going to explore a lot thank you so much you have a word for that uh, gloria yes as is rightly said the la- the scripture we have is given to us through language and as we came across it this week the language itself is structure um is systems how the language behaves you 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 can better understand the uh, scripture when you are very conversant with the language and then that would help in your interpretation sometimes we are told we'll even come across even repetitions uh-huh. denote something stress okay. denotes something but you'd have to get to know the, the the system of that language itself then you'd be able to know even how bible biblical authors there are certain characters with certain writers certain authors and they, it is supposed to achieve a particular goal so by getting to understand the language the text written in there and the context in which it was written it helps so much in proper interpretation of scripture Thank you so much. We'll be looking at understanding the scripture and then also words and then their meaning. We'll also come across repetition and then the word patterns and see how all these together with the text and the context itself affect interpretation of the Bible. And then we come to the books themselves and the messages that they contain so that we can have our lesson summary at the end of the day. Uh, Frank, can you give us a gist of what we are to look at this week? This week, we are looking at language, test, and contest. It is going to help us understand that the test that is in the scripture, the contest that you read them, they all have impact in how we understand the scripture. So basically, we look at some of these things in various teams, and they will also help us in our case to understand the scripture and interpret it. Okay, and then I would like to continue with reading the the text we have for the week so that we, we would know, our listener will be able to uh, follow us. So if you can read for us Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 26, and if you can read. Uh, Let's hear the word of God. Take this book of the law and put it beside the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God that it may be there as a witness against you. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about so many languages, more than 6,000 spoken in this uh, world of so many millions of people. 
what is language's impact on our understanding of scripture? If you can come in for us, Gloria. Um, the language, the scripture is conveyed to us through the languages we know. That is why even it's expedient that we have several translations so that people all over can relate to uh, the scripture and then understand. But uh, whatever words are written in the scripture for us, being conveyed in languages to us are made there for our understanding. And before we would be able to understand, we would need to understand the particular language, how it operates, as we are told sometimes even certain styles language patterns are there to show particular impacts and all that so if we are very familiar with the language pattern then would really get the real import of what scripture would want for us and then with understanding the scripture we are told in second uh, timothy three sixteen yes. that the scripture is given to us for these purposes profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction, for instruction in righteousness. With this, that is what makes us whole. That is what makes us perfect because we take our instruction from Scripture and that will dictate how we should live our lives because we are told that then we'll be equipped for every good work. Else, without it, we wouldn't get to know Scripture. So if we understand the language, we get to understand what Scripture has for us and then we'll be able to live by it and get us equipped for the good way Christ expects of us. Thank you for that. Uh, maybe then I wanted you to mention also the the reason why we have the scripture itself for understanding. I think she started that one. Can you continue for okay. us? You know, the scripture itself, we have found out that it is the word of God. And then in order to understand it, we studied that the interpretation is important because it gives us a standard. It gives it clears all our doubts and errors. So it is good that we understand it. We also studied that if we have good interpretation of the scripture, it makes us know what God's will is for us, help us understand uh, our role in salvation and the rest. But the most important thing, or one important thing, is that while we are looking at language, text, and culture, irrespective of the language you have, provided you can read, we need to abide by it and also allow the spirit to guide us in order to understand we shouldn't say that for instance the, i don't have the scripture in my own language but the fact that you are able to read and understand that is okay for you and it is accessible to you in that context thank you so much and our dear listener our time is up uh, with the study we've just gone through looking at understanding the scripture uh, tomorrow, Monday, we'll be coming to look at words and their meaning. And uh, I'm very sure you join us again to uh, understand God's word. And so we want to look at words and then their, their inputs, understanding them and how that affects our scripture understanding. Can you start with us, Gloria? Words, um, as we, we, we said yesterday, the scripture is delivered to us with through language and we know languages are conveyed by through words and it is the words the meaning of those words that give us the understanding and before you would be able to really get the full meaning of whatever 
sentence or whatever verse we have in there, we must pay attention to the words that are being used and their meanings. So as we even have some words could even connote different, different, different meanings. So we should understand the language, specifically the words that are being used in there. So from what you are saying, we can read something and then we may not understand if we don't go back to the original word to see its meaning. Is that what we are happening, Frank? Yeah, that is partly true, but not entirely in that. As it stands now, we mentioned in some of our previous studies that we are not privy to the original text, but we have the interpretation, I mean the translation with us. So what we need to understand is that, for instance, a word like mercy, in the scripture it has been used to represent or describe love, loving attitudes, loving kindness and the rest. So we just need to understand that whenever we see mercy in the scripture, it relates to one of these Okay. I hope you understand. Yes, th- th- that brings us to maybe we can give direct examples of what you have just mentioned. There's another word, shalom, mm-hmm. uh, and then it also means peace. So whenever we see shalom, then also uh, Gloria. Yeah. Those shalom, the basic uh, meaning that we denote to that word is peace. peace. But we are told that shalom could also connect uh, wholeness, completeness, mm-hmm. well being. So if you 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 should see that word at least you should be be sure that you get yourself familiar with the 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 several meanings that the word could connote because within context then you would be able to know what that word has for you and i think uh, it's quite important sometimes preachers they preach and they tell us the greek word was like this then we understand it better Unfortunately for us, our time is up, my dear listener, and uh, we are looking at the words and then their meanings with uh, our friends. Uh, we have Gloria Osaibafo, Frank Okuboi. My name is Imanolai, and we'll come your way to uh, again tomorrow with repetition and word patterns. We want to use that also to understand or to see how it impacts our interpretation of scripture. Uh, before we sign off, we'll ask Uncle Frank to pray with us. Shall we pray? Our God and King. We are most privileged that you have given us this understanding in your word. We plead that you continue to enlighten us and give us more insight into your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So our cherished friend, we hope you join us tomorrow and uh, we study about how more, more words, repetition of the words can also help us to know whether we understand scripture aright or not. Until then, stay blessed. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849, plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com, AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists P.O. Box KS17564 Edum Kumase 
Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. Saints of God, you are once again welcome to the moment of truth. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you so much for this hour. We pray humbly that come and speak to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. We are talking about perhaps the most fascinating question in the Bible. And the first question from the Creator to our parents, that is Adam and Eve. We read from Genesis chapter 3, verse 9, and I read, Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? Where are you? Adam sinned and was running away from God. Whenever we sin and we feel ashamed, whenever we sin and indeed fear entangles us, whenever we sin and it is as, as though there is nobody to go to, then you want to run away from God. This is what exactly Adam did. Adam was running away from God, was hiding himself from God. Then God from his uttermost parts and from his hour of grace queried Adam, where are you? This is a question I want to ask each and everyone. Where are you? Where are we? We are all journeying to heaven. We are in a big bus, everybody, and a speed, tough one, of course, to heaven. But the question I'm asking you this very hour is, where are you in your journey home? As William Shakespeare put it, the world is like a stage, and each and every one is just an actor. We are all acting. We come, we play our role, then we leave. Whilst we are playing our role on this earth, let us also consider the fact that one day we shall die. And how we die, there is a place either prepared for you to enjoy or a place either prepared for you to mourn. But I'm asking you a fascinating question which indeed was put to our parent Adam. Adam, where are you? The question is, where are you in your marriage? When you saw that beautiful woman, the breast was so nice. The dimple was okay. Everything was nice. Then you just embraced her and said, Oh, you are my dearest one. No way am I going to leave you. But the question now is, as we speak, where are you in that marriage? Are you fulfilling the promise you made to her? Or you are doing whatever you want to do? Moving and chasing one woman to the other, or the vow that indeed you proclaim during the wedding is the same vow you are holding on to. Where are you? Where are you in your work? The work you are doing, whether you are doing the work for God or you are doing work to satisfy yourself, where are you? I'm asking you another question. Where are you in your life here on earth? Many people are purposeless. And what they do is that the world they have just come to, they, just, they are here to eat, they are here to drink, 
They are here to play. They are here to do all sorts of things. But I'm asking you this question. Where are you? Where are you, my dearest one? Where are you, my father? Where are you, my friend? Where are you, my dear pastor? Where are you, my dear wives? Where are you, dear husbands? Where are you, dear children? Where are you as we are all journeying home? May God keep you safe. May God lay his mighty hands on you so that he will find you in a certain place that you are ready to please him. Where are you? Ask yourself, as I also ask myself. May God be with you until we meet again. It's Shalom, your pastor, Osu Kwesi Meshak. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. Oh, oh, oh.